music. Here's some music. If it sounds bad, I blame it on Zoom. Cause I think that they like to block music sounds in my room. In fact, there's an entire orchestra behind me, but you can't hear them because it thinks they're noise. So it makes me acapella, even though I've got a band here and they're my friends here to play us on our show. The Dan is Comedy Hour Podcast. It's only in front of a live studio audience. You can't hear their applause again because... Fair. It, it yeah, it's yeah, the noise removal gets rid of it. Now you didn't point out though that the the whole orchestra behind you is all an orchestra of jazz musicians who are only they're ch- only doing the ch- yeah. So I mean, it's too bad. It, again, it all goes the to waste. On the, on the yeah, the people the at home will hat. definitely hear it though because uh, of course we're recording original sound and that will all go through without a hitch. And I will definitely remember that that needs to happen. There's no way that that <laughs> gag won't pay off. Uh, so we haven't recorded for a while. Um, yeah, I, I also haven't released recently, an episode for like six weeks. So. Yeah, I recently was in bed mm-hmm. sick for a week. Jesus Christ. Was it COVID or just something else? Just something else. Aerie had it first. It was just made us uh, lightheaded and fucked with our stomachs. The hell? So standing up made me dizzy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and no, no. Did you go to the doctor to find out what this was or just wait it out and just yeah well Ari thought it was that for Ari, she thought it was a migraine but then okay. she's like, that's just not like a migraine then eventually went away and then i started getting it mm-hmm. but knowing that it only lasted for a week for her i'm like it's not really worth how much it's going to cost me to go to the doctor for it to just go away yeah anyway. okay yeah that's so they'll be like it's viral just uh, get some water and sleep is what they're gonna say yeah, so yeah, yeah. have some gatorade <laughs> Gatorade is the solution to all ills. Um, all ills. That's fun. Are you feeling okay now? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. That was about, um, that was the week before last. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And about Saturday Saturday evening, I started feeling better. Mm-hmm. That's uh, So that's I good. just basically broke out the little table that we bought for Aerie when she had her hysterectomy, and, mm-hmm. I just, and I just moved servers from one location to another for a week. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, nobody had asked you to do that, right? You just oh, decided you're just going to move servers for fun. Okay. For fun. Sounds like Why a lot not? of work. Um, so, wait, that's a thing you can do remotely? I guess I don't understand. Obviously, don't understand. It's because they're technical. virtual. We're okay. actually well, we're, well, we're, um, we're actually going to be moving out of where we currently have our all of our environment, our production uh-huh. environment. Mm-hmm. So, we built out our secondary location that we never really used. Mm-hmm. And been moving them from one place to the other okay and in fact i moved the last server this morning Mm -hmm. so then we can start unplugging stuff you're gonna shed a little tear when you unplug them not at all no it's a shitty location compared to our other place that's fair that's fair so you have a a, like an off-site is it a mirror of all your shit or i I guess everything's off-site Okay. And but right. uh we, we had we had two sites and the goal was eventually to have a mirror there, but oh, that I never see. that never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. And then we the, the second place we went into is actually a much better location. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to end up doing is you know, we, we talked about like what is a real risk mm-hmm. that we would have in general. 
like you know because the multiple data center idea is if a data center fails you have a whole nother data center sure not really a thing anymore uh, uh-huh. to lose an entire data center especially the we're at a place called involta which is a tier t- tier two i believe they call it data center it's got multiple lines uh isolated lines of power coming in mm-hmm. multiple <clears throat> internet in okay. fact it's got physically isolated halls um which is what we're taking a, we're going to take advantage of mm-hmm. basically we're going to have it's, it's going to be like it's a second day center but it's going to be in the same building just uh-huh. in a different area that's actually like literal like the original concept of a firewall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right Okay. Like if one side caught fire, the other side will be fine. And in okay. fact, it was built to the point that unless it's like the super volcano goes off or something, an sure. earthquake will not bring it down. All right. Right. So it's like, so our real risk is the hardware in our environment, one of those dying. And so yeah. we're building around that instead. Okay. And by moving on site to the same place, we can actually just run a bunch of fiber optics between the two halls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can actually have our two storage arrays do real-time duplication to each other. Mm -hmm. And we can have our blades, which are the computers that are running all the virtual machines, Mm -hmm. can be talking to both storages. Meaning, let's say the storage drops on one side. Mm -hmm. The other side just picks it up invisibly. It just keeps going. That's pretty nice. (laughs) That's pretty handy. Like That's where our real risk is, is that shit. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we are going to resolve. Okay. And is that accessible to you with a series of like eye eye scanning and there is eye scanning. <laughs> yes. There is. It's oh, uh God. uh I have a I have a both places are twenty four hour access. Okay. The place that we started in that we're moving out of is literally you scan a little thing, open uh-huh. the door and boom, there's all the computers. So <laughs> if I prop the door open and it's a windy, snowy day out, someone's <laughs> equipment might get snow in it. And we're like it was better than where we were before. Uh-huh. But um because that other place wasn't even 24 hour access. Mm-hmm. But in Volta, you come in, you have to scan in through the main door, and there's a, oh. the desk and everything, and then you scan in through another door, mm-hmm. and then there's a, a scanner to open up the doors to the actual data center rooms. Okay. And there's anti-duckling technology there. So if um it if it detects that multiple people went in on a single card swipe, it uh-huh. records that and sets off an alarm oh wow and then once you're in this little room area the first doors close and lock before Uh you can open up the next set of doors and that's where you scan and then it scans your eyes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it does a retina scan right and then those doors open and then when you go in there you then have to scan to get into whatever hall you're going into Uh and in that hall there are individual caged areas and you have to scan to get into that cage You'd be like the worst villain in an Ocean's Eleven movie because you're just on a podcast telling everybody how to. <laughs> so like you have to, you, yeah. your name has to be scanned at least like six times to get to where That's our crazy. rack is, and then on, and then on top of that, our actual rack obviously has a combination on it because sure. it is still a shared space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, yeah. Then you still have to know the combination to our lockers themselves mm-hmm. to get to the equipment. On the inside of the lockers, are there pictures of sexy computers on cars and stuff? Yes. Can you open them up? Okay. I just just like to make you, sure. that's expected. Yeah, I figured. Um, and then um, I actually yeah. have, because we're right by the wall, mm-hmm. I actually have some folding chairs, and that's held together by a bike lock. And the code to that bike lock mm-hmm. is on the inside of one of the doors of the cabinet, but uh-huh. in a location that when you close the door, it's blocked off by the cabinet. Okay. 
That sounds complicated. Yeah. So if you were going there to steal our chairs, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of work, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of work. <laughs> you know, I was there for the like, millions oh, of dollars. I know dollars. exactly where I can find the folding chair. <laughs> Danny Ocean's really gotten lazy. Oh, I just realized I forgot to hit record on Gold Wave. <laughs> so the wow. first part of this is going to come from Zoom. That's fine. It'll be a little crunchy. Uh, well, then I get... See, that's that's just it, guys. I'm so sorry that you did not hear the drums. That's the only yeah, reason you didn't the hear the drums. That's the reason why it's coming straight from Zoom. We don't have the original audio. I'm so uh, sorry. I wasn't even thinking. Man. Guys, get the band back together. Why, Danny? I, I want to get a bunch of folding chairs. For what? <laughs> I just... I, I, I need my, some for my My daughter's having a wedding, <laughs> and I've only got enough for... Have you seen how expensive these chairs are? They're so expensive. This rental place is bullshit. <laughs> I know where we can get three chairs. <laughs> I just need a team to do it. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get the IT guy. Okay. Da-da-da. We'll get our Chinese acrobat. He's going to be there, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Dan, as you might see, I'm wearing a shirt with our good friend Wedgie on it. Yeah, since um, 1919, it says. Since 1919. You'll also see that parts of it are... More fucked up than the rest of it because this is me learning how to do screen printing. I bought myself uh, a little screen no, printing. No, I thought that was purposely distressed because it's an older shirt. I mean, that was my excuse. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> fine with that. This is an older shirt. Uh, I do want this to look roughly more 70s or 80s than, than you know. So mm-hmm. so I'm learning. Uh, but as I'm learning, I my we have a thrift shop down the street that has a bin full of 25-cent shirts. They're mostly nice. not blank. But every once in a while, like yesterday, I found three blank ones, and I bought like 10 ones that I can do the back on so that I can just continue to figure out what I'm doing wrong. Because nice. I've been doing all kinds of shit wrong, including uh, this morning, I was trying to fix something on the screen w- with a razor blade and just right down the fucking side no, of the, the screen. Yeah, that's, and um, uh... that's a problem. So I'm going to have to buy some yeah. new screen for that. <laughs> uh, but I got to show you <clears throat> this shirt that I bought. Now, this is for an orthodontist, but it is clearly, they have a team, because somebody maybe at the orthodontist office has a particular disease. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just sorry. It's just the name of their group that is, that wants to fight this particular disease. It just... it The diabetes. Oh, it my just, goodness. <laughs> it just sounds like what you would call it. It sounds like what you would call it specifically. I got a bad case of diabetes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a big... I guess it, it's a big glove. It's a big boxing glove, but it kind of yeah. looks like a fucked up heart. Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's a punching weird through the heart. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right through, <laughs> right through center mass. Uh, I thought you'd appreciate the diabetes, yeah. Dan. The diabetes. I built a screen press once. You did for what? For Aerie's sister for Christmas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a four screen screen printer, so you uh-huh. could rotate it. The problem I'm having, well. First of all, the first few times I did it, I got impatient, and I was just like, okay, cool, put the thing flat on the shirt. The shirt's sort of flat on a surface, good to go. It looked okay. <laughs> it looked fine, but there was no tension on the shirt, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to have the t- shirt stuck down or something. Yeah. Um, and I did not know that the screen had to be suspended just a smidge above the shirt. I don't. There's no agreement as to how high off the shirt it needs to be suspended, so it bounces back when you glide the ink through it i still can't i'm still tweaking that because i don't quite know what i'm doing i'm not quite (laughs) sure it continues to stick every time i do it it sticks to the shirt i don't know what i'm doing Mm. wrong so that's what i have to figure out but i've been doing screen printing i bought 
myself for my birthday. I bought that. I bought uh, a wood burning kit so that I can do wood burning, but also so that I can sculpt plastic. Nice. Because you can use wood burning tools to mm-hmm. like sculpt uh, 3D pen stuff. What else did I get? Mostly art stuff, just so that I could just. I have a. I I have. I had six bankers boxes worth of art supplies, and things that I've been meaning to make for like ten years in this closet, and I threw them in the mm-hmm. basement and set up a table. And my goal over the next few months is to just finish all those things or throw them out. I'm just. I'm done with. You got to see in if it closet. sparks your joy or not. Exactly right. Exactly right. And yeah, it probably Aries will. Library did uh, a thing that's basically like. Uh, an ADHD trade show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like what not like a trade show but like a trade show. Uh-huh. So it's a hobby exchange. Mm-hmm. Here's all I the shit that. from this one hobby that I did that That's I'm not amazing. interested in anymore. That's fucking great. And then they would basically like the people would bring them and then they <laughs> they trade hobbies. That's Be like so here's good. all my candle making oh my shit. God, I want that. <laughs> Do you that that's where my guitar went cuz I'm like Mm-hmm. I never learned how to play, and that was my arthritis. I'm like, that shit isn't gonna happen. It's just sure. not gonna happen. Yeah, let's 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 stop pretending like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I have hangers for my guitars. I barely play them, but yeah, if I never played them, I they would just make me sad. Well, at this point now, I know that it would hurt me <laughs> to yeah. play them. So, like, sure. that's fair. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What Speaking else? of, I start yeah. physical therapy on Monday because earlier this summer I wrenched uh-huh. this shoulder. Oh, no. Because, uh, well, we were trying to break sticks for um, a fire pit. Uh-huh. And Kimberly and, and uh, Caden were stomping on a stick up I was holding in it. Instead of breaking, it pulled my arm down and it mm. hasn't, been, hasn't been normal since. How is your right shoulder since the surgery? Is it okay? Is it it's functional? It's all right. I mean, every so often it gives me a little bit of trouble, but generally, okay, okay. like it, it's fine. Okay. But they're saying like it's such a minor pull on this uh-huh. side that physical therapy may be sufficient to okay. resolve it without having to have surgery. That would be nice. <laughs> you don't need I'm another. I know. Like, oh yeah, let's just move to the other side. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, oh, I also bought uh, glass etching cream and a few uh, those twenty-five ounce glasses, like oh, the Dana Juice Comedy that. Hour one. I've never done it, and I know it's relatively easy, easier than screen printing. The easiest, the easiest way to do it, especially since you have um, a cricket, a, a cricket, mm-hmm. is to basically use um, like contact paper or something of that material mm-hmm. because it because it doesn't like you can peel it off without it leaving residue behind. Yeah. But it sticks well enough that you can't and and doesn't wear away when you put the that cream on it. Yeah, that's the we plan. had we had to do it the harder way. We had mm-hmm. to we would print it out on on uh, we would print it out on label paper, stick that to the contact paper, okay. and then with the exactos oh, cut Christ. it out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds. But we, we would put it on the glass first, uh-huh. and then use the exactos to cut it out. I mean that that's how I would have done it if I didn't have a fucking cricket. It was a pain in the ass, though. Let me tell you. Oh sure. The... Although we did learn eventually, like we could get away with using just the label paper, uh huh, because you could. Um, if we cut it out first, because mm-hmm. we could stick it on, uh-huh. then do the etching thing, and then uh-huh. just soak it in in oh. soapy water, and then yeah. just take a take a sponge like to it and use the scrubby side, mm-hmm. and, and that worked. Yeah, because the glue would the hot water and hot water and the like dish soap would help remove the 
the soap. And since it's engraved, mm-hmm. it's not like what you put on there is going away if you scrub it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I've got, so like we don't have a lot of big glasses and neither of us are good at drinking water. ADHD, mm-hmm. I'm sure, is part of that too. But we've got uh, the Dana J's Comedy Hour mug that you made me years mm-hmm. ago. And the 99 cent store nearby, I bought two more of the exact same mug. Oh, yeah, mug. the Dana J's Comedy Hour one I made used using the label process as opposed to the contact paper process and it's still held up i mean it's not gonna like unless something devastating happens to it that's not really wood but whatever i knocked a thing for luck uh yeah so that's held up and so i'm i have confidence that it will work on the other two i also want though so this mug that i don't have a drink sponsor it's just coca-cola this week but this mug it's one of those they call i don't remember what they call them i call them honeycomb mugs because they look Mm -hmm. they're called dimple mugs they're popular in england but you can see this has room for like a badge on it or something oh yeah metal badge but i'm gonna you can buy uh, like a dozen of these or a couple dozen of these and that's perfect room to put a little logo put an initial on it I can make cheap gifts because I would yeah, rather the dollar make store, cheap gifts. The dollar store has so many like yeah. decent glasses. Mm-hmm. Just you know, there's nothing fancy about them. That's why they're at the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, because that's where we got like we got those um, beer beer steins that are you know can hold two cans of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, for our our first D and D group, mm-hmm. and we had enga- engraved them with a D twenty and then the, oh, everyone's character name. I love that it. That was a Christmas present to our D and D group. That's pretty cool. I love that. Yeah, so this is like, uh, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, this is, uh, there we go. So there, you know, it's easy, cuts out pretty simple. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a little bit of a process to, the the one that I previously used, and I've tried it a couple times, is already coming off. So I'm learning the limitations of how many times I can do vinyl, Mm -hmm. which is why I want to get it right once so that I can throw like Mm -hmm. 10 things underneath it and actually get like a run of them. I don't want to just, because it's, if it were photo emulsion, which is how you're supposed to do scroll, screen printing, like that sticks there until you chemically wipe it away. Right. This this is just like soap and water will slowly creep underneath it as you rinse out the soap and st- or rinse out the ink. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. So again, I'm learning, but it's you know, it's fun. I I just I like making making shirts. Um, that was a fun sense uh, statement. I like making shirts. Jason Klom. That's gonna I like be. Shirts. I like shirts. Um, anything new? What? What? I mean, or did we already discuss? We didn't discuss everything. It new. was. Oops. Loud. Mostly just work and being sick. Ari just oh, right. went rafting yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went to see Sense and Sensibility at the Idaho Shakespeare yesterday. How was that? It was very entertaining. They did some interesting things because mm-hmm. like uh it i don't know if it's how the sense and sensibility stage play is done mm-hmm. but they did two characters per person and sometimes oh. the same character is in the scene okay so All there right. was one like he this one person plays like this kind of like uh anti-character who's the one that always hooks the girls up with the guys because it's sense mm-hmm. of sensibility right jane austen regency sure. bullshit right yeah 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 um and he also played one of the bachelor type people that the girls are interested in. So he would, they would be holding the things, and he would be moving between. <laughs> while people are holding them up, he would move between them. It was pretty funny. Like, I love it. The whole the whole thing is kind of a, a silly. It's a bit a bit of a send up of the whole Regency thing. Sure, there um, is. There it is, is a, by Jane Austen, but yeah. Sure, sure. There is a group in L.A. That improvises 
in style, which is nothing necessarily new, but like they will do a whole Jane Austen, like a full fucking production improvised mm-hmm. of an after- afternoon. You'll just go there and they will just fucking apparently blow your mind with just like a full Jane Austen <laughs> play that's never been performed before. Um, like in, in the proper, you know, dialogue style and shit, mm-hmm. which like that's above and beyond any skill set I have as an improviser. I don't get how you even develop that I d- unless just doing it over and over again teaches you how to do it because there are people I'm can sure improvise in Shakespeare. and and phrases they yeah. say right you know i love you most ardently sure yeah 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 Shit. you got right. you got to like, have conceptually a few it's pocket. always about there's the guy mm-hmm. the girl it's all about like how they you know interact as you know there's all mm-hmm. the rules around how they do it you can't be alone together all that yep. kind of shit you know all the same shit that's in fucking bridgerton Sure. Like, you know, it turns out like a guy and a gal were by themselves together, mm-hmm. turns into the biggest fucking scandal of the whole area, right? Sure. Like, that Less cum than Bridgerton, though, from what I understand. I understand there's some cum in that show. I don't remember if there's cum. I thought I heard that there was cum. Um, no. No. I think there's not. cum. I think there's a lot of ejaculate on Bridgerton. I've not seen <laughs> it, but I'm going to insist until I see the show. That it is swimming. I mean, there's a bit more in the way of actual sex scenes than you would find sure. in most Jane Austen books, but that's fair. I I don't I just you know couldn't handle that kind of improv. I'd be the one be like, uh oh, I got a boner. I'd just be too desperate <laughs> for a laugh. I just couldn't. I just wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, what's the, when's the last time you did improv that wasn't something related to something we do? Was it in? Was it when you did that show in L.A.? It wasn't an I would improv say show. Probably. Did you do yeah. improv to build sketches from, like they yeah. traditionally do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what. That's what we did. That's what we should have talked about. We should have pulled up your uh, your Walmart sketch and because t- we didn't pick anything this week, uh, we should have picked pulled that up. When uh, I'm assuming Attention it was based off of you. Disco is the name of our group. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I, now I'm like, oh my god, that is just so generically a fucking <laughs> improv group name. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I'm assuming that was that was your sketch, though, the one that you starred in. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, the Walmart one is the the one that I'm thinking. You were funny and everything. Uh, I was very proud of my little boy. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I think I think through that, that's how I actually ended up meeting uh, that girl who I was sort of almost dating, but mostly <laughs> fo- following around for a couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think so because it was a it was an after it was an after show party type of yeah, thing. After you know, party. Kind of, yeah. That's that really weird. Um, so I've been, I, uh, I condensed my, my notes, Dan, all of my notes going back to 1995 with uh, mm-hmm. the understanding there's probably some, how many words do you think we're in, are in the document now that contains all of my notes going back roughly? 107,402. It's pretty good. There are 300,000 some words in there. That's with a lot of words. There's a lot of words. I think I cut it down to 200,000 some when I took the personal <laughs> The personal chunk out because I I went through everything and gave them headings and subheadings so that I would know <laughs> what it, I spent like a week doing this um, when I didn't have any work because my job was just like we can't figure out how to give you guys work sorry oop a boop we oopsie doops it was so dumb I'm sorry turned out <laughs> turned out we were building this for the uh, entertainment industry and uh, yeah, sounds right? like that might not work out for us I do I do have to like wonder like how much of this AI might get used for that like I know. Th- some of the projects, but not all of them. Well, I have a feeling it's going to be none based mm-hmm. on what's going on right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got yeah. WGA. You got the SAG-AFTRA. Mm-hmm. IATSE's on the way. And UPS <laughs> and Teamsters as well. I know. 
I know. It's going to be bad news. <laughs> Mainstream media, bad news. period, will not exist for yep. a while. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to be stuck watching YouTubers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, figure out how to get across the country with a penny. Uh, that little kid's <laughs> adorable. That kid is adorable. He's very funny. Um, Speaking so- of, Caden is, is, has learned how to use NVIDIA to record video on the screen. Mm-hmm. And he's doing Minecraft parkour videos. Please explain. <laughs> Just like, because like, there's tricks you can do in Minecraft. Like oh, okay. If you jump from a high spot and you have to, like, you have a bucket of water. You pour that right before you hit the ground. Uh-huh. It keeps you from dying. There's things like that. So he's been making those kinds of videos. Those are pretty popular as, as shorts and stuff on TikTok and Facebook uh, or on uh, YouTube. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of the folks he watches do those kinds of things. And uh-huh. so he's, he's doing it. It's so fucking weird. That's so funny. I love <laughs> it. I lo- so you, all right. So you can do tricks and it just seems like such a limited game, but I forget that like everybody does it. It's been around for over a decade now, right? I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the Minecraft game has. Uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Ah, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of remarkable. Um, oh, that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to talk about. Not a sketch, but I, f- I found something going back deep into the archives just quite by accident. In the back of the annals of the archives? In the annals of the archives. I think that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. This is from 1995. Well, if it'll load. This, I, this is the slowest computer for anybody at home. It's also the slowest <sighs> computer for us. It is. It's also true. Not just for anybody at home, but for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how to load it. You're come on. <laughs> right now, click, play VLC. Now this is this goes back to nineteen ninety five and it is of course now you'll find this very funny because at one point, Dan, I was and it, of course this is no longer a part of who I am. I was obsessed with fake history and establishing a fake history of our sketch group. Right, um, yeah, which I'm glad you've moved past that. Me too. So And actually started focusing on the real history. Exactly. So two two years into us us being part of the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour universe, uh, I wrote this. This was Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour 65th anniversary. Hello, I'm Frederick Klom, and I'm here to pay tribute to the wonderful things my grandfather and his best friend did to make Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour all Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. All of you out there are probably saying to yourselves, what the hell is Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour? Well, it was a short-lived TV show that was broadcast only in Chippewa, Kansas from the year 1994 all the way into mid-1995. So this is supposed to take place in the future, I guess, is what this mm-hmm. The story of this slightly acclaimed television show starts with two boys around the age of 15. One warm summer day, the two boys borrowed a camera and began taping. Their first skit was Father O'Malley's 60-second sermon. That skit went something like this. Then it says, show a clip, or just redo the clip. It says, uh, cut after clip to see I'm glad that I'm glad that you considered that maybe we have to reenact it to really <laughs> yep. make it work properly. Uh, cut after clip to see Grandpa Jay and Dan. Jay, oh shit, I spilled my coffee, as you were saying. Uh, interviewer, yeah, well, did you enjoy playing Father O'Malley? Jay, no, for two reasons. Father O'Malley, uh, uh, one, Father O'Malley really, I believe, represented Satan. And two, and the interviewer says, well, wait, you you invented Father O'Malley. And then it cuts off, I never finished it. Um, <laughs> but, that's, but that's because I had such a limited interest in the fake history of Dan and Jay's comedy hour. Right, yeah. It's very important to understand. That I have no interest in that. And, I, um, uh, and you will continue to not have interest in that. Exactly right. And really put your focus on to the reality of, of the situation instead. 
Speaking of which, it's time for this day in Dan and Jay. Dan, I've sent you a link through Google. Uh, you'll need to read uh, this part of the official Very Real Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour history at history.danandjay.com, which you can follow along with. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour B Team disbands. This is July 23rd, 1973. Oh, yeah. I guess I should have read that, too. Uh, The B-team disappears. None of their papers or comedy artifacts are known to have survived. Yes, this is a big problem with the archive. Um, They have names, these gentlemen, but we don't have... We're not sure where they came from. They're supposedly cousins. Uh, Granddad told me before he croaked that um, they were... He said that they were cousins, but he put it in air quotes. So I don't know what that is supposed to mean. So they're kind of a mystery. Probably the like team. Care Bear cousins. They could be like the they Care Bear cousins. They were actually like lions and unicorns and shit. Yeah, who knows? I mean, who I can't, can't put it past them. Um, so I'm trying to look up the name of the B team. I don't know these things because, again, I'm not the archivist. Uh, there we go. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour uh, B team forms all the way back in 1951. Chippy Klom and Dab Borneo Bound Gomiller says they are believed to be the cousins of Hum and Gramillingston. Just Jatum Hum and Dabnish J. Gramillingston. So that's good to know. So in the 50s, they formed alongside, and maybe it was when they the gents had a had a break because they were sometimes going overseas just to do their English shows that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, do you. Did your grandfather on his deathbed tell you anything about uh, that? He he did not. He he died before I was born. Okay. All right. Well, see, that's that's a problem. That's a problem. But that is yeah. canon. So that's important to remember mm-hmm. that that's canon and that needs to go in here. Um, yeah. Not everything is in here as we as we find new things. Um, so you don't know you don't know much then about I do not the B about much of anything. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, but that's weird. We're getting a call here. It just says, it just says, uh, B team. Um, this, maybe we'll get some answers. I mean, it's well, certainly maybe. possible. Um, <laughs> knowing our people though. Probably. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Hello? 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 How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Who, who is this? Is this, uh, is this a dab Borneo bound Gomiller? I am. They call me Borny. They Borny call you down Bor- at the club. They call you now that. Down at the club, they call you Borny, or they call you Borny down at the club? Like, your name is Borny down at the club. I mean, it all depends on where I'm standing, I suppose. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you, do you want to give me a... I don't know. We, 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 thanks for calling. We we don't know yeah, anything... Thanks for answering. Up- People don't usually answer my calls anymore. It's been a bit of a problem. Oh, why, why is that? Because it's... Uh, I try to introduce myself. It takes too long. I'm like, hey... Hey, I'm uh, Dan Borneo Bound Gomiller, you know, the Borny down at the club. And by the time I'm done saying that, they hung up on me. Oh, that's fucked up. It is. That's rude, frankly. Do you, Now, we were uh, philosophizing, that's not the word, we were hypothesizing that maybe you guys were the Dan and Jay's Comedy RB team. It seems because the other, like our granddads were too busy doing their own bullshit. Uh, is that the case? Or is it something more nuanced than that that you could walk me through? Perhaps taking up 20 minutes of my time. Oh, uh, they call us the B team because uh, we did all the broads for them. We were the broad team. You, hmm. Right, I, Chippy? Yeah, that's right. Keep going. Keep telling them. I, I'm very confused. What? We, you did all the bro, broads? I, are you? Yeah, we were the ones who, like, we're the handsome ones. We were the okay. pretty ones. Okay. And so uh, we, we drew in all the ladies for them. We were oh. the, you know, we would, we'd warm up the crowd, if you know what I mean. We come out there and we do our stuff like, hey, check out my ass. 
Yeah. You ever see Magic Mike? I haven't seen that yet, but uh, through that. I've time, heard of it. And, yeah, uh, I've heard of it through time travel boxes and shit like this. Wait, you've talked to other people through the time travel box? All the time. Oh. Because we're the, the handsome ones. They like talking to us. I mean, that's fair. I, I mean, can't call them because when I say, hey, it's, uh, you know, Dan Borneo about Go Miller, Borneo down at the club, they hang up on me. <laughs> sure. But uh, if they call me first, uh, that, that works out all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. I didn't want to say, hey, look, you guys are really handsome, partially because it feels uncomfortable because you're probably related. Are you related? Are you you're in the family? I mean, to be fair, with all the broads. Sure. Who knows, right, Jimmy? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> that I know of. Am right? I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, these guys are funny. Um, do you now? Okay, so you you drew them in. Oh yeah. Okay, but were on you faces wa- of what's on the posters most of the time. Oh, interesting. Okay, and then so then the other guys would sometimes would perform even though you had drew the people in, or would you also perform? Yeah, we like the warm up act. Like we'd be out okay. there for like go fifteen twenty, do a do a quick thirty sometimes, right? And then uh, <laughs> then they'd come out and do their thing. But was it all like take a look at our ass, and were you just shaking your ass around, or were most you doing of the comedy? Time, okay, we'd be like hey, check out them nips, right? It'd be like, you know. <laughs> Do I got a cube. huge collection of pasties. They, they, I got the worst nipples, though. I may be very handsome, but my nipples. Oh, his I, nipples, Why man. am I yelling? I, yeah, I just come up to the microphone. Oh, there I, you go. I got the worst nipples in the world, and uh, these pasties. I have a collection of pasties that I would wear. Yeah, uh, they actually got, like, drawings of, like, fake nipples on them, so yep. that it still looks like he's got the nipples, but they aren't the... The weird ones. His his has a tendency to like hang down a little bit. Exactly. Uh, yeah. For a while in the early fifties, I will say I will say that uh, I had beautiful nipples, which is where the line "Look at these nips" came from. And then eventually, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. started putting on pasties as a fun little thing. And you put enough rubber cement on your tits, uh, eventually your nipples fall apart. I'll be honest with yeah. you. It was yeah. wearing. You ever you ever have like you know them like uh, balloons they use for like balloon animals, and you know how they can. Do the thing where they twist it, and there's like that little bit that sticks out at the end that sure. wobbles around. Yeah, I don't that's know what that's basically, called. That's basically what happens. The reservoir tip. That's what I call that. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's interesting. It's reservoir. So you guys got up there, shook your stuff. You were all handsome. and then oh, you yeah. Would, then you would say, thanks, we've been Dana J's Comedy Hour. Here's Dana J's Comedy Hour. Or what? What was what was the exact sort of exchange? How did that go? Oh, well, we just... You know, we'd shake our ass. we say, hey, we're the DJCHP team. They don't really care what we oh. were called. They liked what they saw, and that's what sure. was important, right? Sure. And then we'd be like, all right, now for the comedy stylings okay. of these assholes, right? And then sure. uh, we'd get off the stage, and uh, usually there'd be a lineup waiting for us. We'd do uh-huh. the VIP thing, right? Take them on a tour, if you know what I mean, and uh, go on our <laughs> way. You keep saying, if you know what I mean, an awful lot. And I, I can presume to know what you mean, but... I don't know. Do I want to ask you uh, what you mean? Uh, I guess uh, Jay. I think the I think we both know what the answer to that question. I guess. Is. I guess so. I guess. Ah, uh, boy. Um, oh, this is this is just say we do a little bit of around the world in eighty days. Ain't that right? That's right. <laughs> good times. That was good times. Were you guys? Uh, I don't know. There's no way to put this delicately. Were you hanging hog uh, during these these uh, pre shows? Like, what's what? Well, now hold out. on. I mean, there's still them senses around and stuff, right? We gotta keep That's exactly it exactly right. You know, gotta keep it, you know, the the bright propriety and and stuff yeah. for the the club suites was in. Because I mean, at the end of the day, people are here for the comedy silence of the Dan and Jay. Exactly. Uh, 
We and so we, we had our scrapes with the law. I mean, don't, don't get me I wrong. Mean, we definitely we definitely would push the limits, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, we got to make sure that we don't get it shut down because then you know, uh, opening act would keep it from getting to the actual act. That's what happened to Lenny Bruce. And at the we end of opened the day, the- what we cared about was doing the actual act. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. We open. Remember, we opened years after we made a mistake. We opened for Lenny Bruce, and everybody's mm. like, "Oh, he got in trouble for using dirty words." No, it was because I was hanging a hog on the stage, and uh, yeah, you, you know, were doing the helicopter. We I was, was doing the helicopter, and I was almost like, hey, you ready took to off. Take off. <laughs> it was a good time. Everybody loved it except the police who were in the audience who then arrested us and then i mean uh, to be fair we were doing the vietnam you know, parody that's very and I, that really it was like, uncomfortable people did yeah not a lot of like people that. were kind of already on edge yep exactly. and then when you saw it helicopter in your hog it just seems to like it that kind of tips the scales <laughs> a little bit called myself the viet cock it was very complicated and unfortunate mm. wow that is inappropriate wildly but still are you guys in any way upset that Lenny Bruce got all the attention, all the press for that? Or we got all the broads, ain't that right? <laughs> hey, it's always the case. I don't know why people ever hired us because you think that would be one of the bonuses of being a performer. But you know, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I am stricken with VD. However, oh good yeah, times. all loaded, loaded good up. Times. I believe I believe they call them STIs now. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, okay, all right. We was just we was just swimming in it. You like if I- you could have a pool of STIs, uh huh. We would be Olympic athletes, ain't that right? That is exactly right. I, uh, boy, do you do you guys uh do do you, you guys know a lot about like future lingo and stuff? Is it just through your conversations through time or? Oh, uh, we're kind of. I mean, at this point, we've kind of we kind of live outside of time, right? I would yeah, say I would say nice that we're kind of like uh, we're kind of like uh, the the doctors who or what have you, like yes. You know, we kind of travel around when we open up acts. You know, we've gone back to, like, the Renaissance time ones, yep. and we've opened up down there, and then we've laid some pipe, and then we go, you know, we've opened up in 2077, right before the bombs drop, and then we uh, laid it's a some good pipe. time. Wait a minute. Right before the bombs drop. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, 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 don't worry about it. It's a good time had by all, because guess what? They got to see our cocks before it happened, so it was a good yeah. time. It was a yeah. good, a good, yeah, when I say they get to see our cocks, nothing gross. We're not being filthy. Yeah, we're not going to be gross about it's that. It's the human body, which is whipping it out and show it. You know, that's all we do. Well, I'm not like, I'm not like jerking I'm off. Like, I, I show my yeah, cock. I'm like, hey, check out my slim good body, is what mm-hmm. I would say. I'm like, exactly. you know, these are your muscles, and this is my mm-hmm. cock. Exactly. I would, sure, I would spread my hole wide open on stage, but I'm not doing anything filthy with it. I'm just saying, look at we're, this. We're, real, we're just doing the bit at that point. We're like, hey, you ever seen a goat? And then he'd be like, the you know, audience would be like, what you talk about? Then we'd be like, hey, this is a goat, see? Yeah, yeah. You, got, you guys wondered where that came from, didn't you? I didn't. I didn't. Nah, but I, was un- I have the answer okay. now. I guess. <sighs> yeah, so that's where that all came from. So, uh, you know. Mm. Mm. That's, uh... Boy, you guys are interesting. Um, wasn't expecting, I'm going to say, any of this. You've answered an awful lot of questions. So, uh, the na- But what about what about all their stuff? Oh, oh as to why all that. Uh, yeah, why is none of your stuff in our archives? Oh, because we got it. Okay. Right, we, but, we 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 uh you know when we started becoming time bandits, we took all that stuff with us. Now, when you say time bandits, do you want to 
Do you want to elucidate? We go any... traveling through time stealing hearts. Am I right? That's exactly right. We love stealing hearts. It's the funnest thing to do. I mean, look, if you got a time machine, what are you going to do with it? Kill baby Hitler? Come on. Come on. That's boring. Yeah, you... well, that's where half my jokes come from. <laughs> Wait. Does Hitler write your jokes? <laughs> no, I'm joking about him. Mm. Yo, making fun of him, okay. making fun of all, 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 everything what he done. Right? Sure. Like, if there wasn't a World War II, a lot of my jokes just wouldn't land. <laughs> Much like the bomb of Hiroshima. Am I right? Oh, you're absolutely right. They like that joke would mean nothing to most people. Uh, well, I mean, it might it might land differently to certain people. You're, you're, that's that I can see. So you have okay, but here's the thing: a lot of the people we talked to have their stuff, but it still ends up in the archive anyway because that's just how time works. You've just at no point during your lives bothered to put it in. Now we live outside of time. Okay, right. You did say that, you right? Live outside yeah, we're like uh, we, we're driving around in like a freaking Tesseract Cadillac and uh, just do our thing. I never, I, I know that there are elements of this show that smack of science fiction, but this is the most e egregious uh, evidence that, that, boy, do we live in a fantastical universe. And uh, Dan, do you have any questions for the, the gentleman? I am still just trying to wrap my head around <laughs> a Tesseract Cadillac. Frankly. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it's kind of, kind of phenomenal. I, I, I just get, now, are you guys cousins of Jatum Hum and Dabnish J. Millingston? Is that, do we have that correct? I think uh, I, the, the challenge here is that, uh, frankly, we've been floating around for so long, I don't even know where I come from. Do you know where we came from? I, I used to know. I was thinking about this last Tuesday. I was thinking, oh, you know what? I remember where we came from. And then five minutes later, I swear to fucking God, I forgot. Yeah, well, I thought I, I thought I knew where we came from once, and then it turned out I was just thinking of an episode of Happy Days. Yes, exactly right. This happens all the time. If you're very familiar with any kind of a sitcom or something like that, eventually it starts to seep its way into your life, yeah, kind of, yeah. And your memories I, and stuff. I was like, oh, wait, I think I was a shock once. Oh, no way, I wasn't jumped by the Fonzie. That was a TV show. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same way that I, I thought I was in Magic Mike for a while, and then I started swinging my dick, and it just became a part of the act. And, hey, boy, oh boy, I got to tell you, that it is just killer. It's my favorite thing to do. It's Not really, in a sexual uh, way. Again, artistically. No, he does it artistically. Like, he does it like, uh, you know, he'll be like, this is what I call the, uh, the, the metronome. <laughs> right? And then he'll be like, this is the helicopter. I'm the Viet Cock. You know, guys, uh, guys are awfully off like, color. Like this is a uh, he'll he'll paint his hands great and he'll be like, I'm Dumbo. Where's my mama? <laughs> That's barely even a joke. That's just an excuse to paint his penis on stage. Is what it sounds like. You're absolutely right. I again, not sexually. This is you. You guys have probably heard of puppetry of the penis. We did all that stuff before before anybody. Yeah. Before and anybody. after, technically. Oh, yes, that's exactly right. We, we continue to do it to this day. I think tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to 1953. Like, this is one thing they never talk about. I don't know why. They never mention uh, change in age unless we don't age. I don't know. I, I can't tell. I can't, Can you tell if we age like at I all? The I feel like I look the same I've always looked. I'm not really even sure uh, what I used to look like. 
Yeah, I guess that's it. Like we continue. Don't get me wrong. We continue to be sex bombs, and everybody yeah, I am as loves handsome it. as you can fucking get. But it, uh, there is nothing better has looking. Has handsome than always been the same handsome, or it's like a different kind of handsome? It's you guys a- were talking about George Clooney early in or- or- Origins Eleven. Sorry, I did Orgies Eleven. That was a movie that I did. It was yeah, uh, I remember. Low- it was a low part of okay, my career. Okay, it was a uh, it was uh, non-sexual. Exactly. It was a non-sexual <laughs> role. He he did a lot of the uh, interstitials and the opening of the movie. Exactly. When I say opening of the movie, boy oh boy, yeah, hey, you should check it out. This it's is a ghost. See, <laughs> boy, like I didn't expect this to happen again. I can't call what you do blue necessarily, but it is it is bordering. It is on. a uh, it is a throbbing purple, I believe, is what they call it. <laughs> Oh boy, um, I I want to thank you, uh, but I don't know if I have that ability. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if I can either. <laughs> um, but I appreciate your perf- your your that you've showed up and that you are a part of the group's history. You know, I I will ask. You know, if you think about it, you want to put anything in the archive that you're not using anymore. It would be very helpful to illustrate oh, if we were got, a traveling you got, you museum. Like a pencil or something. Ain't using. I probably you know you know what. You know what? I think I do. I have a group of pencils that I got from this other universe. You remember? We got a care package from oh, uh, yeah. that guy. What's that his guy, name? The, the pencil uh, guy. Yeah, pencil something. Oh, God. We're getting a call. Oh, really? Is it from him? <sighs> Hello? Found it out. Oh, God. Found it out. Oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Man, look at that. I love this guy. I'm hanging up. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I don't think I yeah. w- need or want any of those pencils. But, you know, I'll eat pasties. If you've got a couple extra pasties you, you want, those would be fun in a traveling museum. Yeah, I'm sure, I I, to do I, let's, I'm sure we can dig some out yeah, of the box. Yeah, I got some box spare pasties somewhere. May, maybe some of those kind that replicate uh, what a real nipple looks like, which is very important to me. Uh, yeah. I like to preserve my original nips and their original quality. I got it. These yeah, are sad. I mean, that's a, it's, a, it's important to him. It's important to him that he, he represents his uh, true self. Exactly. It's a sort of a dysmorphia thing, you know what I mean? I'm no I'm no Brad Pitt. I mean facially I am, but my nips cannot hold up to like a Brad Pitt's nips, you know? That's a guy. Yeah. Holy cow. He's clearly never put rubber cement on those fe- those fellas cuz boy oh boy. Oh boy. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, you look at them, you're like those are some nips ain't never seen some rubber cement. Ain't never had glue on them. And you could tell. You look at them and you're like them am not glue nips. Well, on that note, um, I'm going to thank you both, gentlemen from the B team. Uh, yeah. For, I thanked you. I didn't mean to. But, uh, yeah, thanks for showing up. And um, I we might talk to you again. Oh, I'm sure stuff. we will. All right. Great. Wonderful. All right. Bye. Well, Dan, I mean, I don't even know what to make of something like that when that happens. Um, yeah. 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 I, I didn't know that we had um, some aspect of our, uh, of our history that was uh, Time Lords. Yeah, me neither. That's not at all where I was expecting that. To go. <laughs> but one could almost say I I am a hostage to whatever happens on this show. But to be fair, I am the person who answers the call. So at the end of the day, I am sort of responsible for that. It's true. I mean, if you never answered the phone, we'd just mm-hmm. be doing a regular podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I from what I understand, people people enjoy this part of the podcast when people call in, um, and that's that's fine. That's dandy. So we've officially talked to the B team. Um, 
boy, is that going to change things in this history? This history, yeah. you know, I, I can't put everything they say that that can that can be preserved here on the podcast. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, how do I, in a genteel way, say that these guys were basically male strippers? Like, um, they did a form of physical entertainment uh-huh. different from those. And on vaudeville. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is that is true. It is a factual statement. It's a factual statement. <laughs> maybe maybe that's all we need. Um God I'm dying. Um what was I gonna ask you, Dan? I don't know. I don't know. Have you played any new games lately? Anything fun? Um I did buy the um early access to Baldur's Gate. Okay. Which is a uh, the third entry in an old D and D RPG series. Okay, hasn't had a new game in like twenty plus years. Oh wow! Um, but it's being created by Larian Studios, which made these uh, games called Divinity: Original Sin, mm-hmm. which Kimberly and I have played together, um, and um, they are very rich worlds and. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with all of the permission of D and D and Wizards of the Coast, they have uh-huh. all of that like skill set in there. The, the 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 early access, which is literally just up to level five in like this one area, mm-hmm. is so good that other AAA studios are warning people not to get used to it because that's not how that this is an outlier. Wow. That normal games cannot be like this, and everyone's going. <laughs> Why? <laughs> wow. That's so, fucking nuts. It's, it's been pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It officially releases in a week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got it just a couple weeks ahead of time because I wanted to kind of check it out. My game yeah. won't carry over. So mm-hmm. um, I've played probably a good 20 hours of it, and I'll probably let it sit until it comes out. But might have to do some, you know, watch it. I haven't watched some of it. It does have multiplayer built in, just like mm. the other games did, because they're probably you know using the same engine they used for their other game. Sure, sure. So if Kimberly has, ever wants to buy it, we might have to play it together. Has anybody ever done like a proper follow up to any of those old school text adventures that were sort of the beginning of the computer RPG text adventure thing? I know there's been some stuff with Zork, but I'm not really sure mm-hmm. what. Count that counts as. <laughs> are are people still making text adventures? I would imagine there's a there's a little group of people that must. Oh, I think there I think there still is something like that mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. They're usually done in some sort of niche mm-hmm. thing. Oh, another game that's fun that you we should definitely play together at some mm-hmm. point. Um, it's called Shadow of a Doubt. Okay. So it's a uh, randomly generated voxel, uh, like kind of cyberpunk city. Okay. And you play um, an ex-detective, now P.I., mm-hmm. and it randomly generates crimes for you to solve. And you have to do oh, things wow. like find fingerprints and figure out the murder weapon. Holy shit. Uh, it's very interesting climbing through vents and mm-hmm. doing all that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, it's also still in early access. Sometimes, after a little while, it can get a little samey-samey, but generally sure. it's pretty good. I mean, to be fair... Anything mystery based, it, yeah, is going to be somewhat procedural. So that's that is mm-hmm. that's part of. It's so funny, like if you because I've been thinking about writing mysteries here and there. I'm like, I mean, I can't pitch it right now because right now, the one book that a publisher that isn't me 
produced is not fiction. <laughs> so I can't think about that in terms of uh, what to pitch to other people. I have to pitch nonfiction stuff. But one of these days, if I had my druthers, I would love to write a mystery. But like, even just through watching enough mystery TV shows, I know every trope of every mystery TV show, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they're the same in books. Like every time, there's like a there's always a stage one, and there's, it always involves a light falling on somebody, <laughs> or you know, being suspected, or the fake dagger. It's almost always like the fake dagger kind of thing. Um, so, but then you try and find a way to play with that. I have a few ideas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to write a mystery. Except it turns I know out you the dagger was made of ice and melted, and that's why you can't find the murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that poor guy, if he hung himself on a block of ice, he he would have frostbite before anything bad ever even happened to him. How yeah. uncomfortable. You wouldn't hang yourself if you were on a block of ice. Yeah, he's like, oh, my toes are so cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, or, or is that he was forced to hang himself with a block of ice? Yeah. I don't and here's remember. The, exactly here's the thing that. about here's the thing about hanging yourself. Yes, <laughs> is that the goal is not to strangulate yourself so you yeah. can't breathe. Yeah, it's the point is to break your own yank neck. and break uh-huh. your neck so uh-huh. it's instant. Yeah, be a, you know, the, a block of ice would be the literal worst possible uh, fucking way to do this uh, right like it's half melted yeah. you're just starting to get that chafing oh, you can still breathe you oh. kind of start talking like this a little bit you're like oh this sucks <laughs> man commits suicide quote oh this sucks <laughs> man chooses exactly. not to because he chose the block of ice method mm-hmm. i mean that is a way to maybe it gives turn you time people to really work work through it like is this really what you want yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it, it uh, encourages commitment to the bit. <laughs> to the bit. Because <laughs> that's, that's what we know is happening. It's just commitment to a bit. It's uh, commitment to a bit. <laughs> oh, God. I, do I need to do a trigger warning on this one? Because I uh, we rarely do we ever talk about suicide on this show. This is a weird episode. This is a it particularly is a weird, weird episode. Those porny guys showed up earlier. They're not porny, porny, but they're, I mean, they showed whole. I mean, that's pretty porny. Yeah. Pretty porn. I'm very glad that those pictures do not show up in our archives. I yeah. will say that right now. Uh, I did notice he had a wedding ring, um, so that's clearly canon. Yep. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dan, <laughs> yeah. what would you like to promote this week? This is probably coming out in a month. I don't yeah. fucking know. I don't come check out uh, of Dyson Dens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we're hope- hopefully uh, recording oh, an yeah. uh, episode of Barely on Tuesday. That'll be fun. And then, you know, start picking that back up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, Kimberly's hours have changed, so that'll that'll help a lot with mm-hmm. recording. So maybe we'll be able to be a little bit more consistent again. Uh, so, uh, oh, by the way, uh-huh. um, one of our... So I was, uh, I was on a call with our uh CompuNet folks for this uh domain uh the the domain center move thing mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier and our pm uh she listens to podcasts and i had just mentioned that we were recording our D podcast and she was very interested and she started listening to it so love it so uh one my the project manager in charge of that project <laughs> is, is listening to our oh no uh, D podcast <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh no! She said it's funny so far. Um, <laughs> that's, that's good. 
Just wanted to share that before I forgot. Um, so it. you can check that out at odndpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't streamed in a bit because I've been sick and sure. tired. I actually even I haven't even pulled the raffle yet. I'm going to have to do that this week. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, go to odndpodcast.com. Find my stream at twitch.tv slash dgomiller or just go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash dgomi for that. Also, did you hear what's happening to Twitter? What now? Oh, he's decided, I think by the end of today, it's going to be uh. rebranded to X. <sighs> what what I mean, do I even do with this information? Go to threads. <sighs> yeah, but that's, that guy isn't, wait, which one's threads? You see, but that's by the fucking Facebook assholes. Yeah. So like there's, and then Blue Sky is by the dipshit who sold this thing to fucking Elon Musk in the first place and who also doesn't give a shit about <laughs> fascists. That one but, still requires fucking... Oh, yeah, uh, fucking invitation. Yeah. Fucking jerk me off. Honestly, here's the thing. I hate Google. They fucking suck. But if they come up with a Twitter alternative, that's where I would go. Uh, or I'll just use the fucking... What do you call oh, it? Oh, Riley. Oh, that's such a good fucking call. <laughs> what? I just, op- I just opened up Twitter to see if anything's changed yet. It hasn't yet. Uh, okay. But... Uh, this one article says that Twitter is officially rebranded as X later today. Elon Musk confirms. And Riley, who is the uh, 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 trans lady who has been mm-hmm. part of the Marathon for the last three years, she said, uh, Elon is about to learn how annoying it is, actually, when people insist on continuing to use your dead name. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. Well, right? <laughs> it's classic. I will say the one alternative I have is... And nobody's there. Um, and it's for, I hate this term, but content creators. It's for writers. Is Substack. And Substack has notes. Mm. And that's basically Twitter on Substack. It is functional. The, uh, the benefit of Thread uh-huh. that's actually unique in a way that um, is going to encourage better technology is that it is going to be built to work on the same distributed platform as like Mastodon and stuff. So you uh-huh. can plug it into that distributed environment uh-huh. okay. and use it just as a server in this distributed environment. I see. So that sounds that's confusing. actually, that's um, instead of being a completely enclosed environment, it's uh-huh. going to be part of the larger open chat web so you okay. would be on you could be on mastodon talking to someone on thread okay i see interesting so if you don't like threads you don't have to be there is sure. basically what's going to happen sure 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 okay so i feel like that's that's a that's a that's a pretty big thing because they're not since it's not a locked down yeah. environment like yeah. people can leave it easily and so they'll hopefully maybe treat it better all right i'm gonna tell people go to sketchcomedybook.com because, frankly, by the time, again, this comes out, it probably comes out in two weeks. Uh, so my book, We're Not Worthy, comes out September 12th. Please pre-order it uh, or just buy the goddamn thing if it's not in pre-order by then, the time you hear this. It will help. It will make me look good, uh, meaning maybe I will get another book sold. But also, if I sell more books, that would be good because I am what we call in the business eh, poor. So please mm-hmm. buy my book. Um, it's good. It's 400 pages. It's hardcover. You can also get the ebook. The ebook is... I think selling well is uh, well, but um, and so far, so far, ebooks are not the 
is like the one area of mainstream media that's not going on strike. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's absolutely fair. Yeah, and oh, there's the other thing. I'm probably not going to get, not that there's necessarily a huge likelihood of this, but I did submit to several TV shows, some of which have, are reading my book actively. But if any of those are affected by the strikes, which many of them will be, I'm not going to get to promote this like I sort of hoped, mm. uh, like I really hoped. Uh, it's going to be a lot of podcasts, which is cool, and I don't, I'd rather do stuff remotely, mm. but there's a really... Let's just say, uh, were Seth Meyers to go ahead and say yes, that would be a big audience to potentially sell my fucking book to. Um, but that's not going to happen, likely. So um, I would definitely keep an eye on all those out. things because, mm-hmm. like, there's shows and stuff that are working with the thing, like A24 films. Mm-hmm. They're filming, yeah, because right. they're like, yeah, we agree to your terms, along okay. with like 32 other independent things. That's smart. And I, Seth Meyers cares about his employees i would not be surprised if like him or some other folks like him mm-hmm. get the okay because they yeah. you know they're like yeah we'll pay what you ask for that'd be nice that would be good i would like to see so, that happen because so it's definitely something you'll have to just kind of just keep a close eye on it, yeah. it'll be challenging but there's lots of folks out there that can answer questions all i'm saying is buy my book send me to just new york buy the city book. just do the thing do it. It's got a pretty b- b- blue gilding on the side. Dan, what do you want to leave people with? X gonna give it to you. That's beautiful, Dan. And I'm gonna leave you with, uh, uh, you know, if if you get, uh, I'm just so flustered by those guys who showed up earlier. Um, I, I don't even know what to leave you with. Uh, I, I will just say, um, do what makes you happy. Um, just do it with consent. Clearly, the people are consenting because they love mm-hmm. how these guys look. Um, and don't, by any means, put rubber cement on, on your nipples. Your nips. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!